Hello, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Coming Back Home podcast. I'm your host, Amber Rashid, and I full-heartedly invite you on this beautiful adventure. Each week, we will take a journey in exploring different topics in the world of plant medicine and natural healing remedies. My intention is to bring awareness and shed light onto what plant medicine is, helping shift the perspective that these sacred plants are not a drug, but rather a divine and intelligent medicine. It's a concentrated drop of nature that carries ancient wisdom and knowledge from thousands and thousands of years ago to help the collective conscious expand, grow, and heal. It's a calling back home to the essence of our soul, who we are, and who we are called to be in this lifetime. Welcome back, my brothers and sisters of the Coming Back Home podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here with me today. I feel so blessed and grateful to have one of my dear and beautiful friends, Ramisha, with me on this episode. Ramisha and I met during our studies in the University of Glasgow for our master's and Honestly, I just love our friendship so much. She has such a beautiful heart and a beautiful perspective on the world and a lot of insight and knowledge. And I just wanted to record an episode just about life. And I just think that Ramisha brings so much light and inspiration and joy and that we need more of that in our life. And I just wanted to bring her onto my podcast because I feel that the world needs more people like her. And I just wanted to share my friendship with Ramisha to everyone and to all my listeners. So welcome Ramisha to the Coming Back Home podcast. Thank you for being here today. So Ramisha, what does self-love mean to you? I think self-love for me is being true to yourself and trusting the journey that you're in and trying to figure out your path in that journey. Because I think we live in a world where we have a lot going on around us. And especially for young people like us, like we're always worrying about things. There's always this pressure to run after things, run after the perfect job, run after finding somebody for yourself. And I think we sometimes don't even realize how much we're influenced by everything around us because subconsciously it's all affecting us, but it becomes so noisy that it's difficult to just stop and think, what do you really want or who you are in this process? So I think self-love to me is just finding yourself, really about coming back to your own self. Do you have any specific like self-love practices that you do, like routines or things that you do to like take care of yourself? I like to journal sometimes because I think that writing down my feelings really helps me explore what I'm actually thinking. I think when I write things down, I try to connect my thought processes to whatever is happening in my life. And that really helps me. And I think other than that, I try to count my blessings <laughs> whenever I feel like life is not going exactly how I would like it to. I try to not overthink and just try to live in the present and appreciate whatever I have. Just being thankful for every little thing. It's not not even just like for the clothes or for like the material things, but just even like waking up is like such a blessing. And just, you have to be grateful for every single thing, like every single piece of tissue paper. I don't know, every sip of water, every, everything. 
And I think that really just starts opening your heart more. And and also what you were saying, you were saying something about being more in the present moment. And I'm also really practicing. And I think that's also just coming back to surrendering. And for even when things are not going the right way, that the hows and the whys are not important. But that's where also like trust, right? Trust in God and trust in faith that everything happens for a reason. And there's a greater, you don't have to understand why and how, like we are just, the universe is so, yes, works in so many magical ways and like such a like monkey mind and like a mind everything and know exactly, but some things we're just not meant to understand. And even with that clarity, I think will always come later. But yeah, I loved what you said about being in the present moment. I think that's something that even myself and just the world could really use. Yeah. And I feel like it's not easy. You know, sometimes we forget it. And this is why we call it practicing gratitude, because we actually need to practice it and we need to learn how to practice it. And even living in the present moment, sometimes these things just don't come to you naturally. But you need to first convince yourself and believe in it that these things work. I think it should come from within the belief that this will help you, the belief that this will make your life better. And then gradually you start practicing, you start practicing gratitude, you start loving yourself more, you start trying to enjoy your life more. And in hope of it all coming together, you know. (laughs) Uh, So what way do you practice gratitude? Are there any specific things that you do? Maybe that could help someone else. I, before going to bed, I try thinking about my day. And I try telling myself that however my day has been, I try convincing myself that it has been a good day. So, you know, I try to go to bed without any negative thoughts whatsoever. And I tell myself that tomorrow is going to be a better day. It's going to be a new day. It's going to come with new experiences and and that I have to look forward to it. Mind is so powerful. And you're... Yeah words manifest and that's why I like exactly I'm not sure if you read the four agreements but there's yeah. a he talks about being impeccable with your word and it's so true like your thoughts and your actions manifest your reality and yeah. like you get to choose the thoughts and the words that you say and yeah we're not perfect like I even have like negative thoughts and stuff but it's, it's good yeah because those are things that are coming out of us but not being attached to them letting them go and then like not being stuck in this cycle of like negativity we have all these tools whether it be plant medicine meditation yoga dancing singing whatever it is but we have all these tools they're not meant to be just used in times of when you're struggling when you're happy but when you're struggling those are the moments when you use those things to to help you in those moments so because we're all so individual and also you just have to find your own way of connecting with yourself and with with your spirit or with whatever helps you yeah and I think every day we're carrying forward a lot of our thoughts from the previous day or you know we tend to pile up our thoughts and our emotions and it's natural for everybody to have some sort of emotional baggage or subconsciously some sort of emotional uh, negative thoughts going on as well but I think as long as we keep addressing it 
as long as we keep a check on our intentions and our thoughts, I think intentions are also really important. Intention is really important because it's like the light helps you remember the why of why you're doing this. And I think like intention just in general in life is so important. When you walk with intention, you're eating with intention. Why are you doing this? And it just really helps you keep connected. And I think when you do everything with intention, your actions are just so manifest so much more powerful. And I think a lot of times, you know, we live life with with expectation, expecting the way people are supposed to react or the, the way that a certain situation is supposed to turn out. And I think that just leads to so much disappointment. Yeah, I think this is actually such a beautiful concept because we do often expect more and think less about intentions. But I think if we know that we have the right intention, we stop questioning life because with the right intention, it comes automatically that you don't want to know what happened and the reason behind it because something can go in your favor or not. But if you know that you had the right intention, you're going to stop questioning it as well. With intention and from your heart, you are just living more true to yourself. Where, for example, for myself, when like when I know I am saying or doing something, it's coming from it has a pure intention behind it. It's coming from my heart. Maybe, yeah, maybe someone may not agree with it, and that's fine. We all have our different opinions. But for me, it's like it gives myself, it allows myself not to judge myself and allow myself to be more free because I'm like, okay, I know that what I'm doing or my actions and my thoughts and my behaviors are coming from a good place. And then like, I don't have to worry about and have like all these, Oh, what is someone going to think of me? Or what are they going to say? Because honestly, it doesn't matter. Like all that matters is it's coming from a place of love and anyone can take that and perceive that as they want. That is so beautiful. And it's also really freeing. I think it gives us a lot of liberty and it gives us freedom because when we live trying to, fulfill whatever other people expect of us we lose ourselves in that process yeah you just become disconnected and I think that's just manifest into a whole other even disease for example like I mean whether it be from something as stress or something as extreme as cancer because you know those when you become disconnected from yourself you're not being true to who you are and there's a lot of emotions behind that And a lot of times, even as kids, we all have childhood trauma, whether it may be something as someone yelling at you to someone being abused or something horrific happening. But all of us have some type of childhood trauma and we all have some type of stored emotion stuck in our body. And that later on manifests into disease because everything is energy. And, you know, even for quarantine, for example, I mean, we just went through a whole whole pandemic and I think that it was very hard on in many ways but I think the quarantine was also if we look at it from a different perspective was also beautiful because it was the universe's way of putting everyone in timeout it was literally like okay everyone needs to go to their room and sit with yourself and really reflect on who you are as a person and because it really forced people to look at themselves and what we were talking about before there's so much noise around us that sitting in silence is uncomfortable for many people. Some people are not. It is. And I don't know. I was on the phone with someone the other day and someone on, yeah, like customer support help. She, she apologized to me. She said, oh, I'm so sorry that like I, I'm, there's silence and that I'm not continually talking while I'm looking up this thing for you. And I told her, I was like, honestly, it's okay. Like silence is nice. We don't always have to be talking like 
a lot of people I think are uncomfortable with that silence and but yeah we need the silence to listen sometimes there's a lot in silence as well and i like how you pointed out that sometimes we don't really realize but things are a blessing in this guys like the pandemic you might have different perspectives on it and obviously it's okay for everybody to think about the same thing in many different ways but yeah it's uncomfortable for us to at times sit down with our own thoughts and address things but at the same time i think it's so important to learn to be comfortable with things that we're taught to be uncomfortable with because i think the society teaches us to be uncomfortable with a lot of different things once i was journaling and i remember that i was really sad that day so i was writing about negative emotions i was writing about feeling a little sad and then i wrote something for myself which was sort of like a letter to my own self but i would like to share it i thought about how we try to also put our emotions or feelings into different boxes so we try to label emotions we say that this is negative this is positive this is how something should make you feel this is how something shouldn't make you feel and everything and these are all the notions that the society teaches us but i really wanted to tell myself in that moment that it's okay to feel whatever you feel and there has to be no label to it I'm in charge of my own life and i can create my own label so we should also tell ourselves that it's okay to also feel sad or a certain way or to be anxious about something and i mean it's as okay as feeling happy because you know these are all natural emotions we're human beings and at the end of the day even if you look at the end of your day you must have gone through a hundred different emotions in that day and you know just recognizing that these are all equally okay you don't have to tell yourself that you should have been feeling a certain way the emotions that we label everything in society and it's like the labels don't matter like it's okay to feel and i put things into categories and labeled certain things and it's really made people numbed people to feel their emotions and life coaching course with Sahara Rose we were there's a type of yoga called laugh, laughing yoga or laughter yoga and you literally just laugh like we did this breathing exercise for like we're taking 30 breaths in and then we would just laugh it doesn't matter even if it was a fake laugh just to like laugh for and then we did that three times and it was so crazy because like During the second round, I started to feel like a lot of like sadness come up and I was like this is so weird like everyone else is laughing like okay but I'm feeling like sadness like I wanted to cry and then later in that day I after I came back from lunch like really that that little exercise had like stirred something up and so after lunch I came back and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I just need to cry." And I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to let it out." So I just started crying and I was like, "I'm not going to judge it. I'm not going to try to suppress it. I'm just going to let it flow." I just cried and I let it all out and after I got did a little meditation when I sat and did some grounding and I felt so much better. But it's like, you know, it's not important to know why or where that's coming from. that emotion just wants to come out and be released because we all have an inner child that's screaming for our attention and it's like the more i would have shoved that down it would have blown up in my face at some other point whether it's like tomorrow next week a month or two months but it's so important to yeah. soul having in a body having a human experience and like that yeah 
beautiful thing is that we're here as human and we're we have the ability to feel and like there is no right or wrong it just is and giving yourself that permission to even feel this if you really want to try to understand where that emotion is stemming from as someone once told me invite that emotion over if you have fear of something invite fear to come over sit next to you and how and yeah because those emotions just want love and really just embrace it. And I think the other thing, it was interesting. I was thinking about how, why this like sadness was coming up after this laughing exercise. And it really made me think that laughter and joy are, are so high vibrational energy and are vibrating at that state naturally. So for example, on plant medicine, this is how I can kind of relate it to it on plant medicine, the medicine is such at a high vibrational frequency. And, and when you drink the medicine and you go into ceremony, it's going to stir up emotions and feelings and traumas that's stuck in the body or that are in your and bring it up. And part of that reason that helps bring it up is because the medicine, because they're polar opposites. The medicine is so high vibrational and those feelings and those low vibrational things are so low that it's they're going to clash and it's going to the hybrid it's not going to get the your lower vibrational emotions are not going to be able to stay there so the medicine's going to help bring it out so that's what I was thinking about yesterday with the laughter and the crying like I'm even though at points my laughing was like I was like forcing it it was like this high vibrational thing that's stirring up these low vibrational emotions that I have that are under the layer and that I didn't know that were there and it was pulling it out of me and and I think that's just like naturally with energy you know as you continue to raise your vibration things that not serve you in your life whether it's people your job places are naturally going to start dissipating away because anything that's not in that vibration can't stay there and I like how you mentioned that we need to allow ourselves to feel yeah because you know, it's all emotions and everything and the experiences that we go through and the way we react to these, all our natural emotions are just maybe our soul's way of trying to connect with this life, you know, and there's not much that we can control because you're right that we're soul, uh, we're a soul here in a, to experience life in a body. And I feel like every soul is on a different journey. I really believe that our souls chose to be here and we all have our own lessons to learn. And that's why we family, the families that we're in, the friends that we're in, because everything is a lesson. That's why I believe that nothing in life is a mistake. Even if you think it's a mistake, like it happened that way, because like you said, we're all so individual. We all have an individual way of learning, whether it be through an easy route or a hard, hard route. And that's why I also believe we all have like destiny, but we choose the way we get there, depending on the lessons that we heard. You can even take the straight road or you can take like windy road or the left road and you might have to go off track for what I know for me for personally. And I know like, you know, when I was in Glasgow, like I went through a horrible, horrible relationship and no matter what people told me, like I wasn't ready to listen. I wasn't ready. And like deep in my heart, I knew the truth. But like I have to go through some of like the darkest times of my life to learn that lesson and to learn things about me. And I don't regret it at all. I'm super thankful for the experience, even though it brought me to the darkest times of my life. But it was something that was necessary to happen because otherwise, like 
I wouldn't be where I am today. And that's what we were saying about earlier, just, you know, practicing gratitude, even yeah. the good and for the bad, you know, we, we just have to be thankful for all of it because it's just an experience and we choose our reality. Yeah. And I absolutely agree that, you know, the experiences that we go through, they were meant for us. We were always maybe meant to go through these things because all of these experiences are taking us somewhere in life. Sometimes we go through a difficult situation, but it's taking us somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our soul has like a calling, you know, and it's like, yeah. it's like scary sometimes, but that's where it comes back to trust. I one time I saw this meme. It was about a guy, guy, and he was holding and he was like standing in front of a little boy and the boy had like a small teddy bear and the guy had like a big teddy bear behind him. And he was telling the boy, like, can I have, can you please give me your bear? And the boy was like, no, like, I don't want to. I really love it so much. I'm so scared. And then the thing was about trust and letting go that the universe has something bigger in store. And it's just like, that's the thing. Like the universe is always going to catch us even when we don't think so. And even when we think it doesn't catch us, it really does. It really has us. It's just, we have to experience that thing. And it's like, you know, whatever, when you go through those experiences, you come out stronger. And I know for me, like, I don't even recognize myself from when I was in Glasgow. I'm just like, who is that like oh my gosh but yeah you need those experiences to yeah and it just comes down to trust yeah even though and the unknown is scary we want to control everything as humans but yeah we're just we're meant to flow and I think the more that you resist the harder things persist and the harder things get and the more that thing gets pushed in your face and that's why they say like sometimes when things are not going right in your life, it's like to t- take a time and look back and see where the most resistance is. And because when you're naturally in a flow of state, things that's when you start seeing synchronicities and then things just start happening so naturally and they don't seem as forced. I know sometimes our experiences are meant for us to learn something. And I've also realized that as long as we don't, if we don't learn, life will keep throwing us into more challenges and difficulties because maybe we're not seeing the bigger picture. Exactly. The lesson will get harder and harder the more that you're not receptive and not willing to listen because like, hey, the universe yeah. nudge, like, hey, wake up or like, look at this. And you're just like, no. And and sometimes we're not ready, you know, sometimes we're yeah. not Yeah, sometimes we cannot be ready for it as well. But I think when we look back at things in hindsight, we realize that whatever that we went through was taking us to the place that we are in today. And it made us the person that we are today. For example, that I used to be, so I've I've sort of grown up in a really small city all my life, lived around my family and my close friends. And I had a tendency to emotionally depend on other people and not trust my own self or think that, you know, I won't be able to do anything on my own if I don't have support around me. But then I went through days where I felt really lonely. So, you know, a lot of negative emotions because I don't think it's easy. There are a lot of people in this world who can relate to loneliness and that feeling of it. 
sometimes you're around people but you still feel so alone but from that experience i learned that what my life is trying to teach me is that i need to be my own person i need to learn how to be there for my own self because it doesn't matter if i have 100 people or 50 people around me because as long as i'm not going to be with my own self the rest of it is also not going to matter to me example even going into relationships like oh i need to meet my other half or this other person like is my the other part of me i'm just like no like you have to yeah. be in 100% full of yeah full of self and that's where i think it comes back down to self love because when you are full of self love and you truly have yourself you don't need anyone else when you go into a relationship you go in as a whole person and the other person is there to add to your life to add more joy and add more love but if something were to happen to that person you would be okay if you're looking for someone to fill a void whether even if it's like family or your friends that means there's self reflection that you have to do at the day you only have yourself and yeah you have to be your own best friend that's absolutely so true and i feel like even with relationships or with all of the other relationships that we have like our family and friends when we're not there for our ourselves then we try to look for validation in this world or we are relying on other people to fulfill us whereas the void that is within us only we can fill it we shouldn't be looking for it in other people because you know i absolutely agree that you're your own person so you have to be 100% of yourself and the other person has to be 100% of themselves and then you can come together and maybe build a better life i think it goes back to asking the questions like of why if you feel like you need to always be i know some people that they don't even feel comfortable living by themselves they always have to have a friend over or have to live with someone like comfortableness of sitting with yourself in silence being alone you can learn to like give more to yourself then you can really give to others yeah because i think if we keep trying to find ourselves in other people we'll always be emotionally exhausted i really feel like we feed off the energy that we surround ourselves with So you know we don't sometimes realize but we're absorbing all of this energy and at some point we need to then assess on what we how much of it do we need to absorb and what part of it we need to let go so that it doesn't affect us and so that we're still so strong in ourselves that we continue loving our own selves as well and not feel exhausted. I really just like love the four the book the four agreements so much another thing he talks about is like not taking anything personally so like when you're having a conversation with someone it really helps like and I think that leads back to the emotional part you're not taking everything to heart what they're saying I think that also because you know a lot of people are hurting and a lot of people consciously don't even recognize what they're saying or they're doing and I'm not excusing it or saying that it's right because Also another thing sometimes I notice people try to excuse bad behavior with culture or with like tradition or how they grew up or something but I'm just say that's like not an excuse but for someone who's like on the other end of that not taking it personally it really helps emotionally while you're not taking it to heart talking to someone and someone's like going through something or or, or some sort really taking the you out of you and really 
not putting your own judgments and your own experiences and really taking like the ego out. And I think emotionally that helps as well because you're not so emotionally involved, but you're just, you're just being there from a place of like non-judgment and it doesn't really hit to you so close to the heart. So I think emotionally wise that also helps on that. Yeah, I think that's actually a very beautiful way to think about it because I'm a little inspired by whatever you said. That, yeah, I think not taking things personally also helps us become a bit more selfless. Although I think that as human beings, it's not really possible to be 100% selfless. But that doesn't mean that we can't try, you know, not being perfect at something doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. And when you really try to see that other people are also going through things and you shouldn't take everything personally, you know, like you're not judging anybody else and you're being kind to this universe. And I really believe then that the universe will also be kind to you because I think it comes back to you in different ways. Yeah, we're not perfect, but that's just being human. And I love how all of this connects, you know, like our energy, our intentions, the effort that we put in recognizing our emotions and like also self-love. So, you know, I see how it's all so interesting because so many things come back to self-love and self-love is so subjective. It can be different for everybody else, but there are so many different variables to it. I believe everything stems from love and the world would be so different. People just tapped into that and everything just resonated from a place of love and came from the heart because we are born your souls and we are exactly, we are pure love. There's just at some point in time, we've had a disconnection from ourselves and we've separated from ourselves and that looks different to everyone. And some people are more disconnected than other than others. And that's why, you know, we see this rise in consciousness now and there's a, of going around in the world and a lot of more people, we're in the time of like a spiritual awakening and a lot of people are starting to awaken to the truth and to what is. And you see like a lot of like, yeah, different movements going on and, you know, then you have some people who are just completely on the other spectrum and it's not, there's nothing to judge. It just isn't. And then that's what I, that's what I'm going back to is that, you know, everything stems from love. Some of us just yeah. experiences that have brought us further away from that point. And that's why I think that our conversation is so beautiful and to help remember for all our brothers and sisters in the world to come yeah. back. I feel like this was such a good reminder that, you know, we're all born pure, like you said. And we're, when we come into this world, before being born or coming into this world and starting our journey here, we don't have any labels, you know, we're not in a specific box. We're just free. Maybe we were just free souls. And then we come here in this life, we start off as pure beings. But life makes us go through different experiences and then we let these experiences shape us. But we shouldn't forget that we can always go back to purity. Mm -hmm. We can always go back to, you know, breaking free of these labels or just loving ourselves. And like you said, love is the answer to everything. Good.
give one advice to anyone that's listening or to the world about self-love, what would it be? I would say that it's important to absorb our negative emotions as well and just don't fight with it. If you want to cry, let yourself cry and give yourself space. And I think be kind to your own self. Mm-hmm. I think the first step would be to not judge yourself for all the negative things that you feel, because as a human being, at some point, you are going to feel all of it. And if you're going through a difficult time, just know that it is difficult to come out of it, but never stop hoping, never stop hoping for better things in life, because I think hope is what keeps us alive and what keeps us going. When you truly are yourself, people feel that energy and it's contagious and and that in itself is healing and i think that when people see you vibrating at that state it really has a ripple effect and really makes people not only want to be around you but makes them start questioning their own life and things that are going on and the world needs more healing now than ever and we need people like you dedicated spreading your <laughs> love and Thank you so much. I'm so, I feel so grateful and I feel so blessed for our friendship. I can't wait to see where life is going to take you next. Honestly, I'm so grateful for a friend like you. And I feel like these conversations, they inspire me so much. There's always so much to learn and the energy that you get out of these conversations. And like you said, it creates a ripple effect. And it's a process of inspiring each other. It's a process of spreading more positivity, learning from other people, and also sharing what you've learned so far. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in to the Coming Back Home podcast. You can connect with me on social media platforms, such as Instagram at Coming Back Home. Please like, share, and subscribe for more conscious, heartfelt, and healing content. If this episode resonated with you, please leave a review of my podcast on Apple or the website comingbackhome.co. Remember, it's a calling back home to the essence of who we are and who we are called to be in this lifetime. May God always bless and guide you, my brothers and sisters, and lots of love and light as always.